0: All I ever ask is keep it eight more than ninety-two with me, one honey. LA, crazy is one honey. LA. All I ever
1: asked is one honey. LA. Yeah. LA in crazy one honey. All I ever ask is one That's wild. Wow, stream, <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> anyway, welcome <runners. laughs> to unexpected start. Um special shout out at the top of this one to JC one oh one in chat. It says the movie What About Bob comes to mind after CLG win baby steps. And I have not heard a reference to What About Bob in a very long time. And I am extremely proud yeah. to have JC one oh one in our chat.
0: Well done. So thank it's you. It's already a successful that. evening.
1: And I wouldn't say extremely proud, but reasonably proud of this past weekend of LCS action as well. Yeah. Um feeling yeah. like it's a, it's a buildable weekend, right? It's like, yeah. okay, that was a lot better. That was respectable. Yeah. It didn't go perfectly, but it's no. progress, right? But perfect isn't the
0: aim here, Cole. It's Essentially it is. Yeah, I mean, you want to you be good <laughs> enough to win a trophy. But
1: yeah.
0: even then, you don't have to be perfect. You still get five games to do it.
1: Isn't it crazy how we were perfect last year? Though? It is
0: crazy. And that's, that's, that shouldn't be the bar from here on out. But we were in the past. Maybe we could get back
1: there. Same guys. Well, anyway, it's a new year. It's a new split. Same old hunter talk. What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go a little bit quicker tonight. I think uh, we have some schedule stuff, so we're not gonna go as long on the pod. So that being said, shout out to Elgato for the lights and, and the for capture. the capture equipment, the camera, the cam link pros elgato the goats you know this the stream and shout out to rip it for powering the stream Mm -hmm. Mm. all right let's do Mm. this uh of course wanted to start with team liquid so i actually really like that we played team liquid first this weekend me too and not second i don't know there's just something about like if we played clg and then had to build into team liquid Ordinarily I feel like I'd be fine with that But for whatever reason I was like Let's rip the band-aid And just start building You know I wanted to end yeah. the weekend On a win um, But we were Surprisingly close with Team Liquid I, I felt like I don't know um, It really wasn't that bad All said and done It didn't get out of control uh, but Cole, Until the game was won You know what I mean
0: We lost how can you not be distraught?
1: Because, Jordan, we've been doo-doo for <laughs> the past little stretch. That's why. Yeah. I'm just happy to not be doo-doo.
0: Yeah. I think the, the thing, too, about it being first is we ended last week on such a low note. I'm thinking about that right. Yeah. On such a low note. Um, it shows a lot that we're able to kind of mentally reset, play a really tough TL, and not be doo-doo.
1: Yeah, and you know, uh, it's it's a shame that we did end up going down to them And, and suffering our first loss at their hands In like, yeah. I think the last five or six times we've played them uh, Which that's not a thing I ever thought I would say But um it's, you know, it just wasn't that bad They looked great, they mm-hmm. had core CoreJJ back Yeah, um, he's good And we didn't look out of place And see, one of the things is like the casters so I've been thinking a lot about the casters recently because they have an outsized impact Mm. on our perception of these things. They sure do. I'm going to talk, I'm going to talk about that actually a little bit down the line here, but one of those things that they did was that consistently still referred to us as one of the top teams and referred to this game being like an important showcase of these two, uh, title contender teams, you know? And I was like, wow, they must've forgotten. (laughs) <laughs> they must they must not have watched yet this year this is great <laughs> right and I, yeah. it was like this oh, 100 cool.
0: 100 thieves squad yeah
1: yeah we'll we'll take it man we'll take it uh-huh. like you don't just have a short term memory loss or whatever and that's got to be part
0: of the uh the story meeting from the week right like how are we gonna hype up this match call them title yeah. contenders
1: let's pretend the first four weeks of this split yeah. haven't happened, hundred thieves.
0: That let's guy Do Cole that. said that they're not title contenders. Quick,
1: <laughs>
0: let's just say the opposite. Assert There's like the a opposite. little
1: section on their whiteboard that's <laughs> that guy Cole. Here's yeah. what he said this week.
0: Yeah, how can we refute? Yeah, they're um, buying into the uh, the hype. They're still feeling. Yeah, it. which you know, to their credit, we played them like a title contender. Strangely, Strangely enough, pretty well. Yeah. 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 You know,
1: it was like, you know, like, like that's what I'm saying. Nothing got out of control. It was like we we were down, but like we weren't down badly and we were working our way back into it. We narrowed the gold lead two or three times. And I feel like
0: this should almost be the new measure until they delete objective bounties from the game. Um, They (laughs) should they should use that as a measure of the overall closeness. Like it's hard to say that you didn't play team close if objective bounties never turned on. Right. True. Like that's kind of.
1: You That's kept it point. close
0: enough that the game didn't have close to try enough to that they didn't, yeah. get you back in.
1: Come on, guys. It we didn't turn you on midway it. mode. Yeah. No, yeah. don't, <laughs> don't flame your teammates. You Here, can still get here's there. Here's a blue shell. Enjoy. Never, right, exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we didn't hit it. And, you know, I think, uh, you never want the badge of honor, but I think it, it's not just like, a, oh, moral victory. I think it's a sign that we actually did play them close. It wasn't a blowout. It, it didn't, it didn't feel like it was out of control. Now I mean. TL still did a lot of things better than us, um, but we stayed in the game uh, longer than, certainly longer than we did
1: previous week. And Jordan, just imagine for a second also, Mm -hmm. having said all that we've said, imagine if FBI was playing in this game. I didn't know he was available. Because he kind of wasn't. Was he?
0: (laughs) I didn't know. I thought there was something schedule-wise came up. He, and, uh, uh, he, it wasn't
1: his best showing <laughs> shall we say I mean he just
0: I, I, I rewatched some of those fights They did a great job Of, of just sitting him out You know mm-hmm. like a lot of fights Open with him being immediately Killed it was pretty rough From a, You know which uh, that's yeah. not like That's not a doesn't mind giving him a pass You're saying right. He literally wasn't in most of the game the Yeah key moments
1: and again, more on that later, uh, with the bot lane situation. But you know, it's like, we, we drafted this kind of weird comp to split push as Emily was talking about in, in like the analyst desk right before the show. And again, there's that outsized impact again, right? Mm-hmm. She brings up, it's like oh, hundred, hundred thieves, like, you know, they haven't really had as much time to learn how to split push effectively and how to win that way. Right. I was thinking, and it was like, yeah, she's right. She usually <laughs> is right. She's right about this. Uh, let's see what happens. And it's like we drafted, you know, the rise turned to mirror. I don't remember a split push. I mean,
0: I sorta. I can remember fights. It seemed like in almost every fight, someday was coming from somewhere. Join the fight. He was he was <laughs> heading there from somewhere else. You know. <laughs> Which, he didn't happen to be there when it popped oh, off. I think means that he was technically split-pushing. Um,
1: well, it wasn't generating anything, shall we say. It was
0: probably not the most and effective.
1: Probably a lot of it was, was the Bwipo Gragas. So kudos to TL because yeah. they had that pick ready to go. They're like, all right, we've got our anti-Trendamere pick. It really, really worked, right? Because he yep. could just immediately when somebody jumped on him, he can just stun him, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, just, I mean...
1: Cancel out everything.
0: Oh, and the cask works the same whether you have undying rage on or not. So, you know, like that's a that's a threat. You can reposition someone in a, a direction they would like to not be going. Um and so their their timer runs out. Like, yeah. And Whippo is really good too. Um Yeah.
1: You know, it's it's, it's I'll interesting. Admit.
0: I thought the uh mm. there's this one thing I heard I saw on Twitter, it was it was toward the early Early uh, phase of the split when everybody was doing Janna, um, <laughs> and everybody
1: it. is generous. Yeah, everybody's generous. So, when well, some teams were doing. It. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, go ahead.
0: Yeah. Um. But one of the game designers was like, "How would Kale work into Janna?" And that was an interesting, like, <laughs> it was just such an interesting moment where I was like, "Here's a game designer, somebody who works for Riot is on their payroll." And I'm just putting it out there, like. What if you guys just tried that? And then, you know, it was like a conversation and the, the thread it was like, no, I don't think that would work for this reason and XYZ things. Yeah. But it's, it's, it just, it's an interesting peek into the thought process. And I got to tell you, it feels like there have been a few times uh, in the last few weeks where people are like, what if you just ran like a real tanky boy into this, into this line <laughs> it, against the thieves? Like, was it the other one, Tom Kench, right? Where we like, like, all right, yeah, pour it on him get him there he is he's here quick yeah. everybody jump on him get him get him get him and then like we didn't Spoiler, And then yeah like it took him. it
1: either took forever or we didn't kill him yeah
0: I, like so I think I feel like somebody was like what if we just ran a tank you know, like let's get the split push going <laughs> and then make him send four people to try to stop that one champion not a super big threat in the split push but you know they're gonna have to send a few dudes at least and uh and that worked really well. And we we had a hard time killing Mr. Bwipo.
1: It did. And that's that's like, you know, so some of our old DNA showing through for us because I, as you mentioned, this has happened to us before. And it happened to us twice in this game and the first time we freaking got away with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They weren't able to take Baron. Yeah, we did a I good job. I think there was there's enough response, it. yeah, mm-hmm. from mid lane yeah. to like make sure we're just threatening enough to keep him off bearing because we we got sent away two. With it.
0: We sent two that time, you know.
1: And, and you know the uh, you know Team Liquid was like, "Oh, so that's OK. All right, yeah. look at them, go for boyfoot <laughs> You know It's like you could like see it happen. Yeah, you yeah. knew this exact same thing was going to happen again, given you know, the history of Hunter Thieves and how that response worked. It's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a little more tanky. Yeah. They're going to have to send more. Yeah. Then we win the game. Yeah, and they did
0: it's crazy too you watch that you go back and watch that fight and it's it's like the 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 door buster sale was you know like (laughs) team liquid just sprinting to the baron (laughs) and they get there quick and yeah they they did that there's
1: punching and kicking and (laughs) exactly someone
0: dies people get run over yeah it's horrible it's on the news um they got there quick they got the baron they got the game it's yeah. it's 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 a bit of a bummer because it's like we we actually we counted it perfectly the first time, and our our uh, our better angels didn't prevail the second time. You know where yes. we were like, well, surely we could send three, make real quick work of them and then he's yeah, like, our, body slamming over you know, like over walls. I don't even know if you can go over a wall with that, but he's, unfortunately, he's the, the
1: academy angels showed up instead yeah. of instead of the LCS angels. That's right. Dang it um but yeah just like you said like that's that was one of the things where I, I mean i knew we lost when we started doing that because i just remember doing that to impact i remember mm-hmm. doing that to licorice or i mean sorry licorice since now that's how we say it and then who was it it was like someone on golden guardians or something played it's like somebody on a doo-doo team last year mm-hmm. <laughs> played tom kent They like stomped us it might have been clg actually yeah. So yeah, we've just we've just done this before, and and at that point you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. But at least it was close enough to be a game for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, they did some things that were really annoying that we kind of overcame. For instance, they camped the mess out of Abadaga in the early game, right? That mm-hmm. dude couldn't catch a break. Yeah. And and I don't I mean, you can watch it back, maybe you can disagree. I don't really see that as his fault in those cases. You know, it's not really his fault when you got a gank. And core JJ on the roam At the same time It's like okay cool I'm dead Yeah all right right, I get it You guys made this choice for me And I'm gonna acquiesce
0: (laughs) Yeah I really don't know I would be I would be interested The only alternative I can think of to that Is you play the lane so safe That you are like Dropping CS You know Under turret But uh, But I think even then They could just freeze the wave on you So um, I think it's it's like sometimes that happens. It's like, shame on you. Shame on you. You should have been ready. You yeah. can't be ready for that. And I think we a little bit we forgot that Core JJ plays this way, is my impression. Cause eventually we started doing more of the matching with who he We
1: started matching it, yeah. It was like, Oh yes, that's yeah, right. That's right. It's,
0: it's core. We gotta we gotta do this. It's pain. We gotta yeah. do it. Okay, let's go.
1: But you know, and 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 again, the the whole point that I was making is like you know we despite this we were making mm-hmm. good plays totally we had a fantastic fight around second yeah. Herald that Again. I did not expect to go well I yeah. I thought that was the end of the game basically at that point yeah. you know point of no return for us but we actually turned and had a great fight and got Harold despite I think that Harold being meaningless I think we had to drop it in a place where it got killed before it was I don't know if it was that game or CLG but anyway great fight great yeah. job pleasantly surprised. It was just we weren't able to execute on what we wanted to do. Whether that's because TL just knew how to counter that enough to make us come off of our split push idea or just we didn't set it up right. There was just something in the execution that prevented us from doing what we really wanted to do and as a result didn't have quite enough juice. And and the team didn't just like let it fizzle out. They said, "All right, we're going to take the 2080 play." on this party portal to -hmm. end the game you know it's like either we wipe them and we're in control of the game or we lose and you know i'd rather have a chance at winning and they took that chance and we just didn't have enough gas in the tank for it
0: yeah um i agree like i think you want to go down swinging right you don't want to just turtle and let them take over the base like at least try to make a play um i think the thing that is most notable for me in this game is fbi I think Jinx is, you know, this can happen with Jinx, right? You don't get, a, you don't get ahead. And they do a really good job of punishing your immobility. Um, when we play Tryndamere, and I think, look, I think this is credit to, to TL, largely. They did an excellent job of isolating FBI. Some of it was poor positioning from him, right? Just not, a, yeah. not respecting a hook. He got caught by one hook that he could have anticipated happening, I think. Maybe in a flash hook. But either way, Um, you know, he never had a chance to impact these fights, even when alive, he was so far behind his power spike was so far behind. And what you got then was someday showing up, um, at the right time in these fights, when, if FBI is, is on pace, he has already done significant enough damage that someday can probably get two or three kills in the fight. Because he shows up and people are at 40% health, 30% health, you know, like they've <laughs> taken a beating a little bit, but instead what he rolls into is like, he is, he is full on face checking the entire team and there's no other option for him. He's Tryndamere. He has yeah. that limited window where he gets to do whatever he wants. And then after that, if there are people around, he's dead. Um, so for me, that felt like the big difference in this is like, I think we still set it up right. And somebody still did his best to do his job. But he just showed up to a team that was too—they had too many uh, options available to finish him off, and that's yeah. in the end of the game. It really looked like he was inting, but he was just playing Trinivere, right? Like,
1: yeah, he was in exactly. And so I—I I would never hold this game against no. him. I think he continues to be our strongest player for this split, mm-hmm. and uh, good on him, yeah. you know. But not enough in the tank to do it. So, you know, not it was—it was like, eh. Could have been worse, right? Mm-hmm. I'll take a competitive loss against Team Liquid. Yeah, exactly. Especially given what happened over the last two weeks. So going into CLG, it's like, all right, look, we showed ourselves that we can do this and we can, we, we can kind of find a bit of our form, if not all of it, right? Mm-hmm. And we just totally um, calmly outplayed CLG. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think I think maybe it's the fact that we have old Academy guys, like, Going against us or something, but there's something about when we play CLG where it just does not look like 100 Thieves is at all threatened by them. Yeah. They, it, they, it's like none, none of the guys on the team believe for a second that CLG can beat them. <laughs> right. So it's just like, no, whatever. We, we will win this game. Yeah. Because we are better. And let's just see in what manner yeah. we win. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like every time against CLG. And this was no exception. But I, I'll say like, the thing that was exciting about this game, it was like slow in the beginning. Mm. Like I was like, yeah. kind of like, uh, oh, you know, it would be nice for FBI and who to get a double kill in bot lane, mm-hmm. you know, like they used to the good old all oh, oh, Those the good old days. days sure do miss them. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, it, it just, nothing really happened. It was kind of back and forth, very close for the first, what, 10, 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden it was just like, you know what? Let's do some macro playing. And we were all over all the time and every it seemed so someone tweeted this actually. Let me let me yeah. see this. Uh this was JC one oh one. We at some point we need to just rename our takes, listener takes section after JC one oh one. Yeah, that's fair. I mean that's fair. in the very early OGs of, of Den of Thieves you might remember the the Keen oh. Lamb corner. <laughs> yeah. Or Keen Tran, yeah. excuse me. Cause it's not yeah. Keen Lamb. Keen Lamb's the LCS guy. Yeah, but the Keen Tran corner. Mm-hmm. That's what it used to be called. We might have to bring that back for JC 101, <laughs> the perpetual take artist. <laughs> the take um, artist. But he t- <laughs> he tweeted that we were very proactive. It felt like we were doing two things at once the entire game. And that's, that I thought was, that was the best description of it because every time mm-hmm. they had some fight or play by us at the end of it, they would cut over to us finishing another play elsewhere. Yeah, And it was just, it felt like, you know, the, the, it's like, let's make this cut youthful and, and lots of jump cuts and lots of action and just spruce this whole thing up. And that's like what LCS was doing. It's like right. the, the, the youth version of <laughs> LCS. We're just jumping around 100 thieves, killing, 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 yep. killing, killing. And wow, what a good feeling. What a different feeling that is. It felt nice. It did. That's what I'm saying. There's just a confidence against CLG that, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how we could translate that into other matches or whatever, but we just had so much macro outplay in this. Yeah. That the 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 outcome was inevitable. There's no other way to describe it.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, if you compare this to the the TL game, I think TL did a much better job of they maintained a proactive role. And a lot of it was us responding to them, whether it was a split push from Whippo, we had to go chase him down. You know, I think it, it seemed like CLG listening to the the interviews they did and stuff like they were anticipating playing through bot lane like that was you know it's going to be a fight in the bot lane and somebody's going to win yeah and it's you know we hope that it's us um so it felt to me like that was where they put a lot of their early um investment and i think it paid off to a certain degree like it was a little close early on and i think they yeah that first gank maybe they ended up with a double we got one maybe or something like that. but then from I think there, a trade. yeah. From there, it was, and I think this is this is just kind of a, it's like some days he's better than Jenkins. Um, sure, closer is better than contracts. Abadog is better than Palffy. You know, it's like a little bit of that. Yeah, but but closer showing up in all these different places meant that we had uh, problems for them, not just in the bot lane. Like they would have loved for us to just kind of take some time away from the rest of the game to, to focus on yeah. bot lane with them. But instead closers kept jumping in behind people and killing them or, or assisting with the kill. Cause he ended up with two Oh and seven. Like he was, he was getting the team ahead, which felt great to see.
1: I'm glad you brought up the kill score because that was actually something that um, I thought was indicative of how we won this game. It was not a close game. It was not a long game mm-hmm. and it wasn't a high kill game. So you know what that means? It means we just yeah. <laughs> outsmarted and outplayed them, right? right? We just right. like were playing chess while they play checkers. Yeah. Like that's how those those games go. Um, so what? yeah, it wasn't this dominant, lots of fighting, 100 of Thieves just crushing through the fights or whatever. No, it was objective control. It was map movement. Mm-hmm. It was um, playing to our win conditions. I'm going to sneeze real big, so I'll All turn right. it over. I'll, 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 I mean I'll take myself. the rest
0: of this. Which is, you know, it's interesting too that you say that because it's like, Look, to dissuade someone from playing an objective, you need a kill, basically. Yeah. You need to imbalance it to the point that it's not a good idea for them to challenge it. And I think that it actually... it's uh, We were at soul point at, I think, 18 minutes. <laughs> and then they got one. They got one of the Drakes between there, so we didn't get soul
1: yeah, at five minutes point, later right.
0: or whatever. Um, but still, like, we had soul at point at 18 minutes. I don't know what the kill score was at that point, but like...
1: I think it was before 18. I think it was like 1745. It was like, yeah, so I go. Okay, cool. And
0: we ended We're the gonna game get like
1: 22 minutes. So
0: yeah, we ended the game with four six, eleven 11 kills. So I think it was just like, yeah, like I think you, you summarize it well, which is we just played smart. We, we made a lot of very low odds situations for them. And with key picks at the right times, like that's kind of how you want to play these games. Cause that's your best. Like, it's actually a a much better odd if you can grab a pick before an objective rather than trying to smush the two teams together and, you know, hope that you don't get an opportune team fight, right? Somebody gets a lucky ult off or something like that or Viego gets a reset and then the whole thing is shot. Like, yeah, play your picks.
1: Yeah, and, you know, one of the things about that that I don't think should be overlooked and not just because I have been a consistent Abadaga defender, even though he did... Play drunk or whatever happened a while ago where it was just inexplicable behavior. Oh. Um, <laughs>
0: I thought that was like a No, yeah, I didn't mean literally. I just, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. no,
1: no. I, ju- I just meant, yeah, yeah. I just meant I Under could turret. not understand some about. of the things he was doing. But yep. I mean, on this Ari, uh, he was pushing the waves hard and he would leave the lane and go somewhere and do something, pressure somewhere, yeah. make him nervous, <clears throat> make him play reserve. And over and over again, push, roam, repeat, right? And I thought it was interesting because it, I, I, like if the nameplates were off, I would have been like, hmm, <laughs> Hunter Thieves is trialing Niski or something, right? Like that, that was yeah. how Niski played. Right. You know, yeah. push, roam, repeat. And um, I, I would love to be smarter about the game so I could go back and like dissect just how much he was able to create doing mm-hmm. that. Um, but it was good by him. More like, than he, his stat
0: line would say is what I'd wager.
1: Sure, yeah, because he's a zero kill stat line, right? Yeah. Zero, zero, and four. But I'm telling you, he was he was moving around, assisting, and um creating pressure elsewhere. And and I think that did a lot for us. Yeah. So I liked him on the RE. I I think even though we've lost a game or two mm-hmm. with him on the RE, I really like him on that pick. Yeah. Um, which I guess is good since we're seeing a lot of it, and we'll talk about that again. Yeah. Uh, but but I think that's a good viable pick for him. Yeah. And I, I like the way he played this against C L G. Hopefully he can do it against stiffer competition.
0: Well, you know, I think the if you look at CLG's comp to Nar, Viego, Victor, Jinx, TK. There's when he had his ult on, it looked like he was cheating. Right? <laughs> so there's no way that they made a champion with this much mobility in their kit. It's insane. But it's because they didn't really have any great ways to lock him down. You know, like they had yeah. You're going to put a chomper down and hope that Ari like accidentally dashes into it. Not going to happen. Um,
1: Unless you're playing me.
0: <laughs> or you get the, uh, you get the little like energy dome. What is that thing? Gravity field from Victor. Like she's, she's uh, from leaving Victor, that. She's yeah. going to leave that. It's yeah. not a problem. So I think he, he benefited from that too. Cause he had so much mobility in his fights. He was just able to do a lot of, you know, mobile harassment uh getting around, being in, in places that they weren't hoping to see him, that kind of thing. And it wasn't like the crazy he had a, a, an Ari game, I think, before where he was like
1: nine kills or something.
0: So he's he can do that too.
1: And 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 he was counterpicked by the way. This game. Again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we took we took Ari third and they took Victor fourth. Yeah. So there you go. So there you go. I thought it was good. Good on you, Abadaga. Uh, I thought in, in general, I thought he played better this weekend. I mean, the rise wasn't super great, but it wasn't bad either. And and he made one or two plays, significant plays with mm-hmm. with it.
0: Yeah, good portal uh, here or there. Yeah, That's yeah, right. it would have been so, great. I mean, he was our other our hail mary hope in the TL game. Not to go back to the yeah. TL game too much, but it would have been great if he could have been the one to pump out the damage in these fights. But I think they, For sure. you know. They camped him pretty hard. He was and not,
1: not miss crucial cues. That key. would be nice, too. I was
0: thinking about that cue. I don't know how much difference it would have made. Um,
1: yeah, I'm not sure how much difference it made. But I do know. <laughs> yeah, we're just dwelling on yeah. this again. But, you know, I, I do know he missed, a, he missed a lot of skill shots in that game. Yeah. He really did. And then he stayed to fight and toss out cues when maybe he shouldn't have a couple yeah. times. So it wasn't perfect from him. But I, yeah. thought, I thought it was much better this weekend. Of course, he probably can't get any worse and still be an LCS starter. <laughs> Um, Than some of the, the past things he, we saw. He was
0: he was coming off a uh, we've
1: moved on a tough weekend. Yeah, we've moved on from that. We put that behind us. You know, mm-hmm. we're going off to college now, and we don't have to remember who we were before then. That's right. So, um, and then uh, just one one final thing about this game. I mean, you you mentioned what someday attempted to do with Team Liquid. You know, where he just he, he goes in and he fights, mm-hmm. and then if he gets out, he gets out. But a lot of times, you know, if you don't have the strength, you don't get out. In this case, he literally took a one V five. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't mean this like as some <laughs> sort of hyperbole. Yeah. He had a one V five with them where he survived. Mm-hmm. He did like, I think he got like three health bars down about halfway. Yeah. In a one V five and then got a great lantern from who mm-hmm. to get to safety. And we cleaned up the fight and won the game. Um, it was a little nerve-wracking, but that's what, you, that's what you're hoping for with Tryndamere is either he's just going to get on a carry immediately and pop him with two or three autos, right. or he's going to waste so much of their time and abilities and then just skate out of there like nothing happened, right. you know, and, and, and <laughs> the rest of the team can finish the fight. So, someday doing the dang thing, mm-hmm. again on Trendamere. Yep. and uh, congrats. So, solid win against CLG. Yeah, felt good. Wouldn't expect anything different Um, so feels like I said, overall a nice weekend to build on, right? Like it was a weekend that went as it should. I feel like, you know, I don't feel like we're stronger than TL. Mm -mm. I feel like we're not bad though. So we competed well. Yeah. And then we dominated a team that we are clearly superior to. So for the first time we had a predictable LCS weekend first time in 2022. Yeah. Uh, and that felt pretty nice. But that being said, we're not, we're not aiming for fourth place here, right? We're trying to win the split. So there's still lots of things to think about. Um, so let's take some time on, you know, just, just two or three things before we move on to listener takes. Yeah. Again, I'll, I'll mention that we're, you know, we're on a a little bit of an abbreviated schedule tonight. Um, chant pools. Can we start there, Jordan? (laughs) Let's
0: do it. What better place to start?
1: One of my questions. So you, you've seen, like you saw, uh, I guess team liquid Han Sama absolutely demolished us on the Zeri. Do we think FBI doesn't have a Zeri ready yet?
0: <laughs> Man, he should. We could
1: have played it against CLG. And I think we've had another opportunity in the split where we could have locked in the Zeri. Hmm. Zeri seemingly very OP, yes. seemingly near 100% presence.
0: Yeah. Typically, and we did banned.
1: not take that opportunity. Yeah. Do you know? So, FBI, if you look at what he's played um, so far this split, Felios, Jinx. He's got, yeah. So, was yeah, so I was thinking about this when when, when draft happens and it's like they they start hovering like ADC picks. I I have the old Duel of the Fates song from from the first episode of Star Wars in my head, just of Philios, Jinx of Filios, Jinx of Filios, Jinx of Jinx of Filios, because I know it's gonna be one of them, right? <laughs> yeah, and and he's got five games on Philios. And four games on Jace.
0: Oh man, that's,
1: see- that's seemingly all we play and all we pick anymore. Now I th- I think at, in general the bot lane meta is Dookie because because there's just not, it's just the same thing every time and it's like maybe you'll spice it up with a Jin. Yeah, Zary's usually banned out so you don't get Zary. Or if Zary slips through, it's played by everybody apparently except us. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So so I had a Jin game where he won, by the way, uh-huh. and a Senna game where he won also. So Caitlyn. Uh, I don't have in? a Caitlin game for him. This, yeah, that in. was lock in. I'm looking at his, his yeah. picks for the, the actual split. Yeah. Uh, 40% win rate on a 50% win rate on jinx. And then he won the gin in the Senate game. Mm-hmm. But man, it's, it feels limited to me. And I, again, not something I'd expect necessarily from this guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do think as we've mentioned before, that, because it's a group effort down in bot lane, they haven't really been able to figure things out in the same way as before. In fact, um, someone drew my attention to the post game interview from CLG with who he, mm-hmm. and this is a direct quote from him. He said, me and Vic cannot generate the same lead in the bot lane anymore. We've talked about the TP changes. Yep. Uh, I think the, the meta has been more difficult for these guys, but also just, they just don't feel the same yeah. right now. Yeah. So, lots of things like going in the wrong direction down in bot lane. And it would be nice. If we had a, something like a Zeri to pull out.
0: Yeah, I agree
1: to kind of switch things up and, and to have another threat to account for on the horizon, you know?
0: Well, you know, I I don't know enough about league to know where Zeri's power spike is, you know, and maybe she's also kind of like a, I mean, all
1: levels, all, all, every items, level. all levels, all levels,
0: <laughs> levels one through 18 is approximately her power spike. That's, <laughs> <laughs> like you know the summoner's rift power yeah, spike thinking of Han Sama he hit that triple kill at the end you know and he was he was free flowing through that fight um so I don't know but but I do know that that Jinx and Aphelios t- are they're playing for the late game so you expect Jinx that you're I not gonna, gonna Jinx <laughs> that's never gonna leave my head by the way now we're in uh <laughs> I wish they would do the duel of the fates now for the uh, the draft um yeah. You don't expect for those two champions to be able to crush Lane. Like, in the same way, right? Like, you're waiting for a little bit later in the game once you can yeah, scale. Yeah,
1: they spike later, right? Yeah, um, but yeah, I should say scale later, because, yeah.
0: So, it would be nice. It would be nice if we had a... I think, in general, the, there is consensus that we look like a better team when these two are able to generate leads in the bot lane. So, it's concerning that who he is saying that. Um, because it's kind of the, that was a a little bit the secret sauce. It wasn't a secret. Everybody knew the recipe, but it was what we were serving every game. Um, I would love it if we could find a way to get that back. And maybe some of these new, you know, 100% ban rate, widely regarded as OP, brand new champions, giga busted, like, yeah, start there, try that. So I don't see why we're not doing that.
1: You know, in a, a simpler way of, or a, maybe not simpler, but a different way of explaining the same thing is like: Look, if you are drafting against us, you can basically control what we play in bot lane. Now mm-hmm. it's very predictable, right? Yeah. So if you you, you can if you're like, okay, we want to play Jinx, all right, you can do that. You can take the Ophelios, You can ban Jin, Caitlin, and you can get exactly what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. It just feels like there's no, uh, there's, there's not, there's no like question mark for the other team. It's like they, they know what mm-hmm. they're getting at this point. And it used to be that you kind of knew what you were getting, but what you were getting was a beat dip. Yeah. <laughs> right. right? So it yeah, was kind of okay. Pre- predictably, we are going to get slapped by these guys. And, and now it's, it's not uh, like that. So it's kind of, it's kind of comfortable. Yeah to draft against us especially because we're we're saving someday for last Mm -hmm. you know so you know we're going to do it we're going to do it early so yeah so that means you don't have to spend your fourth fifth bands on us you know to get what you want either so yeah i don't know it's uh not the best not the best and i hope they can figure it out whatever is happening yeah um do you remember was it i'm trying i'm getting my years confused Mm. was it it, i think it was 2019 when we had the same issue of like the bot lanes always the same picks it was like stunt nautilus like every game yeah um again more old dna right was that 2020 that's that's what's weird to me 2019 2020 i don't know i don't remember. it's been
0: i think 2019 was banging after it right
1: it started out that way but
0: summer yeah okay must be summer we yep yeah. Uh anyway. That thought crossed my um, mind too, to be honest.
1: Yeah. It's like so think about think about some of the like echoes of the old hundred thieves that we're seeing now. We're seeing someday trying to carry and not always being able to lift the weight of the rest of the team. We talked about our not handling split pushers well, but on either side of the equation, right? Yep. Um, including trading over game winning objectives mm. for a single kill by TSMing them. <laughs> Uh, we've got the same bot lane picks, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm, there's some uncomfortable things about, and we're having like kind of mid lane uncertainty in some situations. Not the same. It is not the same degree as before. Go easy. <laughs> but still, you know, there's, there's a lot of the old stuff and, and that's what I wanted to shed by winning the title, right? Yeah. It's like, you remember when we won the title, I was like, this feels different now. We're a different team. With different history, different habits, different players, except for someday, the GOAT. Uh, but now it's like, oh, I hate seeing those like pesky old things we used to talk about show up again in yeah. this team. So hopefully we'll be able to root it out. Yeah. and uh, You
0: know, on the other side of the spectrum, you have us playing FBI on Lee Sin. So it's like, how have we, what has been the change? that has led us to the point where we have what feels like a very comfortable and predictable short list of champions that we want to play versus last split where we seem to kind of just go all out trying stuff. And I'm not yeah. saying that that's what we need to get back to necessarily. Like, Oh, let's just put him back on Lee Sin. you know, it's not the easy answer here, but it's just a very different mentality between we're going to literally have our, our star ADC player, on Lee Sin To Jigs <laughs> As
1: you And styling on Lee Sin Yeah, yeah. Exactly Okay um, So that's Maybe Maybe we put that in the Maybe this is a thing Segment right Is it yeah, yeah. Maybe this maybe is a thing Maybe it's a thing The old Old 100T is back Baby <laughs> Oh uh, But uh, The the other Kind of general thing I want to touch on Is Jordan We finally got ourselves An update On mm. tenacity
0: Yes Big, we
1: finally big did. Big news. And big, what did it take? It took someone asking what is going on with Tenacity in the Reddit. <laughs> and Papa Smithy came out and, and answered this. So that's literally what it was. It was like, what's happening with Tenacity? Yeah. This, and I'm going to read the full Papa Smithy response, okay? Yep. And then we can talk about it. It says, Tenacity is still fully integrated with the LCS squad, attends match days with the team, and is currently working with the squad to turn around our recent poor form. He said this uh, before the games, by the way. Okay. While I personally, just like our fans, would love to see him earn starting LCS time, Someday has been having the best split of his career since winning LCK summer 2015 MVP. There's no shame and tenacity in being unable to unseat a player in the form of Someday. The sixth man position, much like Academy, is about being in the best place to audition for a starting spot on 100 LCS. Right now, all parties are committed to exploring it till the end of the split, while reevaluating weekly what next best steps are for all involved. Lot to
0: unpack. Okay. Here. <laughs> there are layers to that.
1: There's yeah, there's a lot going on here in this answer, <laughs> including the stuff that's not said. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So just moving through this again. So I read the, the thing in its entirety. He says tenacity, and uh, by the way, I, and I know like Papa sometimes listens to podcasts. I am saying this not as, a, not as a criticism, just merely stating what we do know and don't know. Mm-hmm. And again, for the umpteenth time, I do not expect or, or think we deserve to know all of this stuff. I'm just making that observation. So it says, Tenacity, still fully integrated with the LCS squad. What in the world does that mean?
0: Like you said, so still scrims, I think if I'm trying still to, if, if
1: my goal is to provide the most clarity about the situation, I'm going to tell them what Tenacity's weekly schedule is. He plays x amount of reps with the team. He put, you know, he scrims with them in this position. Uh, he he plays with our 100T guys there. He plays with our academy guys here. Whatever. There's he's he is an 11th guy between the two squads. So how does, that, how does that work in, mm-hmm. right? Does it, are he and Sunday splitting? What's the percentage of them splitting their reps with the actual team? What does it mean to be fully integrated with the LCS squad? I have no idea what that means other than he's there, right? Mm-hmm. It says he attends match days with the team. And, and look, people in chat are talking about this, like saying like, oh, scrims, fodder view, one-v-one with Sunday. Okay. All of that, first of all, you could, you could make an assumption that those things, some if not all of those things are happening, right? But how much, right? How extensive is that? How much of a chance is he being given? Um, what is the schedule? Like that's what I'm saying. There, there's wildly different answers and possibilities for this. So no one outside of the org should be pretending to know what he's doing unless they've said it somewhere where I've missed it. And if it is, if they did do that, please let me know. Um, he attends mash days with the team. Cool. Uh, I get that. Uh, currently working on with the with a squad to turn around a recent poor form. I you know, I don't think that really means anything other than there, yeah. he's continuing to play a part in We're all trying you know, whatever hard. part that is. Yep. Right. Yeah. Um, now he says, I would love to see him earning earning starting LCS time, but someday is having the best foot of his career. So it's like so, it's like we get we get some clarity on the philosophy here. It's like we don't want to to mess with someday right now because he is playing as good as we could hope him to play, yeah, so how are you going to start him? So that means mm-hmm. it's not simply about getting experience to tenacity, right. and that is a pretty definitive answer. yep. If the goal was give experience to tenacity, then he would be playing regardless of how someday is. The goal is to win, yeah yep yeah. the goal and and this this statement makes that clear to me Mm -hmm. we're playing someday because he's playing the best yes we're not going to sacrifice that in the name of getting tenacity stage experience yeah okay um and he says there's no shame in tenacity being unable to unseat the player in the form So, so he's like and that's totally fine yep right because you can be really good and still not be better than this someday so that's no disrespect to tenacity then the last paragraph the sixth man position, much like academy, is about being in the best place to audition for a starting spot on Hundred T L C S. LCS. So again, reinforcing this idea, this is not we're gonna play him for stage experience. Yeah, this or, is
0: or I would say, I mean, does that also narrow the window on like you have a sixth man with specific things you're gonna like? Uh, th- hey, oh yeah, yeah, this is our split pushing
1: lineup. Right. It. It. Yeah. That to me does not mean that that's the plan. Strategic is interesting because I, you know, reading the subtext of some things Reaper said earlier on in the split, and before the split, it seemed like he was leaning in that direction because he kept referring to these players as cards to play. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But this statement seems to be focused on. Look, we're about the best player is going to play. Right. Period. Mm -hmm. Right? Which I respect. It's, you know, that's why I say five-man roster, just roll with it for the split. Yeah. Um, and then he says, right now, all parties are committed to exploring it to the end of the split, so not the year, but the split, mm-hmm. while reevaluating weekly what next best, best steps are for all involved. So that's leaving the door, the door open for this experiment, this six-man thing, to just stop mm-hmm. during this split. Okay? Now, if it did stop... I, I think we're to take that as he's not fully integrated with the LCS squad anymore. Maybe they move him back down to um Academy. Or trade. Or trade or trade, but I don't think they would, to be honest. But <clears throat> you know, move him back down. So, uh, just just break that he's yeah. a part, he's on the LCS team schedule, right? Um, so that could happen this split. And the only like soft commitment they made is to the end of of this split. So it's, it seems like it seems like they already feel like this is not going to be the the deal for summer. Now he did not say that, but that's just like the way that I read these words. Yeah. Where it's kind of like someday playing really good. We said, we're going to give this a shot to the end of the split. Yeah. And, and it is also clear that they are talking to tenacity and, and you know, making that a, as a joint decision. He said all parties are committed to exporting it. So it's not like, it's not like we're going to make him do this. It's he's in agreement to do this, right? Yep. So I think, yeah, I think like we get some clarity in the form of this is about who's the best, not getting Sage experience. Yeah. And then we still don't know, though, what tenacity does during the week. If, if, if that's like the final piece of the puzzle, then I, you know, then I think we could make, uh, maybe more informed opinions on, you know, if, if he is being developed or yeah. I mean, if it's, it's basically like, you know, no, we're good for now.
0: I think this does tell a lot though. Right. So, cause we, we, as recently as a, a couple of weeks ago, we were like, are we, and I even said, I think we're going to bring tenacity in. I was wrong. I said I think we're going to bring tenacity in. And this is when we were kind of in our first stumble. We're going to bring tenacity mm-hmm. in, and I think we're going to lose. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it provides clarity on the strategy behind this, which is good. That's what we want to have. Yeah, because then we know mm-hmm. that if tenacity comes in, the team believes that he is better than someday, and that at that moment in time, um, and or, and you know, potentially for that specific matchup or after a bad week of scrims, you know, like whatever. Um, so now we know, we know that. And I think that it, it makes it that much more um, dramatic if Tenacity plays. Because as fans, we have yeah. to, uh, you know, clearly Papa Smithy has the same read on someday currently as we do, which is he looks great. <laughs> he looks really good right now. So personally, I don't. You know, I I would be shocked if we saw tenacity in the LCS this split. Yeah,
1: especially based on standings, right? Yeah. Like, it's not easy to make up being a couple games behind. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have what do we have now? We have uh, what is it? Seven games left to play in the regular split, and we're two games behind. Yeah, top. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think this is a scenario where oh wait, we might even be three games behind. But the point taken, either way, we're, we're not in a scenario where we have the luxury of like just putting someone in to see how it goes. You know, we're, we need to win right. to put us in the best position for playoffs. playoff. So yeah. I think, yeah, I feel like to some degree that question is answered. Um, and given, so my, con- my concerns about a six-man roster, right, that I've, I've talked about, I mean, given the fact that someday is playing super well right now, I think that we can kind of cross off like the, the risks of damaging him as a player or, or stressing him out or whatever. Right. We can kind of say, okay, that's clearly not seeming to be an issue. He's playing really well and that's great. Mm -hmm. So that alleviates my concern about that. Um, because it's not like, Oh, like he's starting to suck because he's not getting enough practice time or not enough reps or whatever, you know? Right. So I think we're good there, and then my other concern is just you know ruining the rhythm by rotating players back and forth. That also is not being done. So as someone who is against the (laughs) six-man roster idea, I'm very happy with this answer because to me it's like okay, cool. I I as a fan with my own you know perception of situation, my own uh, preferences, I'm gonna get my way. Yeah. Unless something drastically different happens.
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing it it uh, communicates is that. At some point, they, they had a, a belief that tenacity could be better than Someday, which I think says a lot about tenacity, and mm-hmm. potentially a lot about- They
1: probably still have that belief.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like- you know, Just time frame. Not, not on a week-to-week basis, more longer term, probably. Um, mm-hmm. And also potentially the, the extent to which they were concerned about Someday's form at the end of the last split, which you know, we, we talked yes. a lot about how he turned it on for playoffs, and we won the championship, and all these things. Happened. But before that he was definitely struggling, so um it's interesting i mean, I think it tells you a lot. I'm glad that we got that comment, and um
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it helps I think uh who knows where it goes from here, but you know, if that's the approach that they thought would be best, I mean, I guess you would need a talent that you felt was as strong as nasty in another position uh, to do this again, but um I don't know. I don't know how much of if somebody's current form is to thank to this setup, yeah, but it, it certainly I'd be looking closely at that because if this is something that with the right people you can have somebody having the best split they've had in quite a long time, yeah that's the that's not something you should be uh, avoiding, I'd say, yep, so
1: all right. Well, let's, um, since we're close on time here, let's start ripping through listener takes yeah. and um, then we'll go to um, predictions and close this thing off. So I already mentioned JC101, um, the constant taker. Uh, but he, he also said that the team showed a lot more restraint in the CLG match than previously, especially closer. Said so he'd poke out contracts, back off, just to get dragon control, et cetera. And I saw that too. It was like more wise decisions about which fights we pursue and which fights we do not. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not totally clean. There's a time or two where it's like, oh, like not sure why he like stayed close enough to be engaged on, had to burn a flash when he shouldn't have, Mm -hmm. you know, et cetera. But in general, I agree with that totally.
0: Yeah. Um, He probably didn't also feel the need to throw as many Hail Mary passes. I feel like Leeson especially has that full send button, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Moore said, "Mandatory Abba watch take so trying to trying to establish a show segment. Yep, but right. in fairness, that's basically been this this split for us on the pod. Every week we have an Abadaga section. Yeah. Um, but he says if half the remaining games are on Ari or Corky, then Abba has hit his ceiling and needs to be replaced. Your thoughts?
0: I don't know. I think it's it's um, I w- I would not agree with that premise." Because I think that, you know, you could say the same thing about Someday, right? Like, if we only see him on Trindomir, maybe we ought to...
1: Or FBI, yeah. right? Jinx so, of Philios, Jinx of Philios.
0: <laughs> I think it's obviously something you want to watch. Like, if he's on those champions only and it's not effective, then that's a problem. But like we said, the the RE game uh, against CLG was uh, effective. So, I didn't mind seeing him on that champ for that game.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, I, I know that there are there are a vocal contingent of fans who want something done there, but I just don't think it's deserved. Um, <clears throat> I think he's he's gonna be fine. Curly from Flight Check, who uh, who's on vacation this week, so he he won't be able to hear this live. He says, "I know I've updated my power rankings and hundred T." So so remember the the backstory here is Curly's preseason power rankings. He had hundred T in sixth. Place, Mm -hmm. which is absolutely wild (laughs) and ended up being truer than our Uh own power rankings. He he wasn't too far off. Um, I know I've updated my power rankings and 100T went one and one this weekend. But is there a possibility my original sixth place prediction might come true? To which I would say, Curly. It's possible. <laughs> I don't think so. I think we, I think it is certainly less likely than likely, but, um, if we have a split or a, sec, a second, round Robin, similar to the first round Robin, it's certainly possible. I mean, you drop, you drop one more game that we won in a close match mm-hmm. and we were below 500 for the first round Robin, you know, and that's sixth place territory. Yeah. um, So I do think that that's in the realm of possibility, but I think it less likely than likely.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. That's one hot take that's aged to be less hot, and you know, (laughs) yeah. Credit where credits due. Um, I think I could see it more uh, if you were to look at playoffs because it's possible you get a pretty rough draw as you start creeping towards the edges of the bracket
1: yeah Uh, oh so if you use like playoff final mm -hmm. positioning as your okay like I think I I'm guessing he's referring to like like placing in the split you know but but that's a good point too
0: yeah I mean I think you you might maybe it's not six maybe it's like the the four-way tie for third
1: you know but (laughs) and remember if you're in sixth place then that means there are five teams that are better than you and there's not a lot of like other than Team Liquid and Cloud Nine, there doesn't seem to be a lot of consistency for going to be definitively better than that. So, you know, yeah. I'm 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 gonna say probably still a bad take. <laughs> um, Chris Sandwich echoed our thoughts. He said, "I don't understand why they built the Trinamere for the split push, then just grouped when it felt like he could stretch the map. It's like no one knows how to run a one-three-one or four-one team comp in NA. And it's kind of what we alluded to, where it's like it didn't really get a chance to." To work at all. Yeah. um, Let alone in the way that a a split push should. Um, So. Maybe not entirely his fault.
0: Yeah, no, not his fault. And I think he knows how to do it. In this game, he was going to try to save his homies. Right? And because (laughs) they didn't have the damage needed. Support mentality. They didn't, yeah.
1: Die, die with them.
0: (laughs) Uh, They didn't have the, uh, he he had true Undying Rage that game. He's like, look, I'm just trying to kill this turret. Could you guys please, you know, there's... There was nobody who could, uh, in the games where it's been most successful is we've had people who are dangerous enough to not just get rolled over when someday is away, right? Yeah. And this was not that game. <laughs> so he had to come back.
1: When days away, Team Liquid will play. That's, that's right. <laughs> uh, Joseph for Jr. says, we've seen a growing reliance on somebody to carry these games in wins and even losses. Maybe it's a meta thing, Maybe it's a team mentality shift. Regardless, I think the ceiling for the team with carry top could be higher than the carry through bot. As FBI and Huhi are already great laners who can create advantages through farming, they just have to reel in their aggression and pick smarter fights. So this is kind of like... It's interesting to think, like, can we go further carrying top than carrying bot? In this meta, possibly... But I don't know. It seems like when we lose games, a lot of the times the uh, opposing ADC has had a very good game, you know, suspiciously <laughs> yeah. good game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I probably disagree a little bit with the premise that FBI and who he are creating advantages through farming because it doesn't seem to be true for this split, even though historically it was. Yeah, Though, there's some, there's I some. do agree with reeling in the aggression in some of those fights. I feel like we've seen FBI get picked off in team fights because he's he's just like... In a vulnerable position. Yeah.
0: And he doesn't have. When
1: maybe he doesn't need to be.
0: He doesn't have the same mobility that he's had in seasons past, you know? So, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like, some of my most vivid FBI memories are him on Kaisa, just absolutely glitching around the map, you know? So, he's not doing that.
1: Um, Benji, first take from Benji, by the way. Mm. Benji's Welcome. been around for quite a while, but the first time he's submitted a take, he says, with recent rumors of Jensen returning during spring splitter playoffs, what are the chances you guys personally think he's joining Hunter T? And do you think it would help or hurt the roster? Uh do you want me to go of yeah, sure. yeah. okay, so I'll, I'll say this. I think if Hunter T wanted Jensen, we would have already had Jensen. You know, we were we were in play for that, you know, when the Jensen, uh, who's gonna sign Jensen thing was happening. I think that we passed on him. Um, maybe the price was too high, or maybe we just felt like we could get something better somewhere else. I feel like Jensen has always been pretty dang good, but people gave him a little too much credit at the end because, you know, he was not looking so fantastic in his, uh, in his last split. So, I, and I don't say I disrespect him. I think he's been a very, like, solid mid laner. He's obviously had good success internationally. Um, but I just don't think that's the move. I don't think he's the same guy, and I don't think that that's a demonstrable upgrade. Yeah. So
0: I w- I will say this, and Bamatide called this out, he's cheaper now. He's taking a split off, he's a free agent, everybody passed, either the price was wrong or people didn't like what they saw in tryouts, you know, whatever. If he's cheaper and he becomes a domestic option at mid lane, I think there are gonna be a lot more people who are looking. Um,
1: Hundred A Jensen, right?
0: That's the question. Do you put Abadaga If you're going to pick him up, I can't imagine he's going to agree to play academy. That doesn't seem likely. <laughs> uh, he'd probably rather just continue to not be in professional league. Um, ah, that that feels like a real stretch to have a, a Abadaga in academy. Uh, yeah. So I
1: don't. I don't think Jensen is coming to under thieves
0: yeah. uh, I'll answer the question. The take. I don't think he is. But I wouldn't be surprised if somebody picks him up because he's probably, with the time away, probably, you know, refigured his uh, asking price a little bit.
1: Um, Bamatide88 asks us what champions do you guys want to see us play? Zeri, Hecarim, Mm. anything other than Jinx Philios in the bot. (laughs) Uh, Anything else?
0: Uh, the problem is I don't know what's good enough in the meta Largely um, You know So I, I can't No Zeri is my answer And yeah, just because I know it's good enough I know it's definitely good enough To see the, the limelight
1: Yeah he, he And he brings up um, Mid lane He's Vemtide's in chat right mm-hmm. now As we're asking that question And he asks about mid I mean Abadaga's actually played six champs so far he's played quirky re rise azir twisted Fate, and victor so we've seen a lot Mm -hmm. um maybe some more victor games i'd like him by the way his one victor game 17 17 kda
0: yeah he yeah a a lot of damage
1: but but he's playing you know he has a he has pretty good champ variety and i you know i maybe i'm not thinking of something obvious but off the top of my head i don't think there's like a glaring pick that we have not been using in mid lane
0: to be honest with you based on the way we've been playing I think if TF still is in the meta, if they haven't, you know, nerfed him out of it or whatever,
1: he got banned against us.
0: Yeah, I think that would be, you know, that's a champion I'd like to see because I think it, it it might allow us to, you know, shore up some of the the, the lackluster bot lane pressure, Um, and if you've got somebody like someday splitting, drawing pressure, and then they try to bring somebody to answer. And you can actually get a kill out of that and not just survive it by bringing in a TF. Hey, that's not a bad thing either. So I think that could fit well with what we're doing right now.
1: Uh, He asked about LeBlanc. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind a LeBlanc. Yeah. Um,
0: Galio. Bring back the Galio. I'm sure it's not in meta. But I like Galio. And
1: does he... I I can't remember him playing Galio as well. But you know who can play Galio? Demonte. Ryoma. And Ryola. Oh, Demonte too. Yeah, that's good. (laughs) Remember that Ryoma fight, that Ryoma team fight in bot against whoever it was in our top plays of that yep. year list? He freaking popped off. It was like one of the best Galio fights I've seen. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh what is next? I Think we have two more. <clears throat> Crockpot says, "I'm tired of talking about ABBA. Yep. Me too. <laughs> and I think a lot of it is unwarranted. He says our bot lane has struggled since the TP nerfs, duly noted by our podcast. I also want to turn back to one of my old takes in quote: "Top teams will eventually figure out our one strat we are good at and punish us for it." Mm-hmm. Interesting to say that because against Team Liquid, we we played the split push strat, right? Is I don't know, like someday on Trendemir, kind of seems like one of the strats to watch for for us, right? And obviously that's like a split push angle, but he like he, like it hasn't really been played as a full split push it has been played mostly as like a find picks after creating pressure. I don't know. It didn't seem to like,
0: like not a a
1: lot of plays come to my head where it's like someday is taking tier two top while we're fighting over drag. Right. Like, like not a lot. And maybe it's happened. Just not a lot of that comes to mind. It just doesn't seem like the way we've done it.
0: He's the assassin Trinavere, you know? Yeah. Just shows up and gets a couple of kills.
1: So i don't so that being said, we played against t l uh I think the strat that they maybe f- figure us out is is our Jinx Philious <laughs> or something, you know, just like yeah. our strat is that you know bot lane isn't what it used to be i i don't I don't know it's hard to quantify what that is i I wouldn't be able to say exactly what our play style is definitively, especially like what our good play style is,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we we got. We've taken some L's on scaling team fight comp, and so now it feels like we're moving into something different. And I think that's yeah. for me, the risk is or the concern is that you you dwell too long on one strategy. Not that maybe that they figure out what how to beat you, but that you are too easily prepared for. Right. Sure. And it felt a little bit yeah. like TL had they had the Gragas top ready. And I think that ended up being a huge difference maker for us because they had a pretty good feeling that we'd probably bring Tryndamere out and all the rest.
1: And just as JC's saying in uh, chat, the Shen split push could be an interesting thing to see. So that, I think that could be an answer to Bam question too. What champs do we want to see us play? If you remember, the Shen pick during lock-in was sick mm-hmm. from someday. Yeah. It was awesome. So maybe bring that back. Could be fun. Yeah. Could be nice. One more take. Real Connection said, I found the answer. There is only enough Championship aura within 100th T for one team at a time. (laughs) So last year the LCS had it and the Valorant and COD team sucked this year. The COD team has it and the Valorant and LCS teams drew the short stick. I think we found our true answer. So the question now becomes question of everybody's homework for the pod is to think about how can we increase our championship aura? Is it the Attack on Titan drop? There it is. That's the one. Is it? Is it? Is that how we do it? We got to find some way, but I'm liking this uh, analysis from Real Connection, so shout out to him. Yep. All right. Coming up this week, we take on Golden Guardians, five and six Mm. on the split. Last week, losing both their games to C9 and TSM. That's rough. That's a rough loss. That's a rough one. Jordan, do we
0: win? Yes. Yeah, I think we win.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think we win I mean, well.
0: Licarice is, he's got that thing he does. Pride Stalker's got that thing he does.
1: Yo, we have silenced Licarice this year,
0: though. That's true. We have had his
1: number. It's like, no, we're, it, we're tired of it. We're done with it. We're not going to take it. But you know, a Blaze Olive has kind of been true. Tr- problematic for us. So. Yep. If there is going to be a thing, I think, look at a Blaze Olive. But Kind of glad, though. I don't think they're strong enough to take us down. A
0: little bit of a heat check, right? That's probably not the right exact <laughs> phrase, but like...
1: Well, I, you know, I, what I would say that about is FlyQuest, which is our Sunday mm. game. Sunday game against FlyQuest, they were 2-0 in the past week, but taking down the mighty TSM mm-hmm. and the mighty Dignitas. So, mm. 2-0, maybe false sense of security. On the other hand, they've been... Dominating us this year, yeah, it has not gone well against FlyQuest and the Flight Check Crew. Jordan, oh man, do we win?
0: No, I don't think so. Um, I don't have confidence that we're uh, back at the level where we can routinely beat the other teams that are around the same level as us. And these teams are both around that same level right now. So, i I'm, I'm doing this based more on how I think we're doing overall as a program. And I think that we still have a ways to go. Um, playing Teal helped. Playing Teal well helped. Getting the win against TLG helped. But I don't think that we're back up to our glory days of like, yeah, we're going to beat everybody except for these couple teams. And those are just a toss up to see who gets top seeding in the bracket. So,
1: <sighs> Here's the deal. My answer depends on one thing. Okay. Do we play tenacity? Do we ban out Hecarim? <laughs> If we ban out Hecarim, we win this weekend against FlyQuest. Wow. If we let Jose De Odo play Hecarim, we will lose. Okay? Okay. I am saying 100T is going to take down FlyQuest this weekend.
0: Because so, we banned two Hecarim. 2 a
1: week for us. We're going to ban Hecarim. We banned it against, uh, was it TL that we banned it? Blah, blah, blah. One sec, one sec, one sec. No, it was CLG. <laughs> yeah, we banned it against CLG.
0: Look how that Um, happened.
1: Because it was already banned by Team Liquid when we played them. If, uh, if he's not in play, man, I think, I think we can do this. I just think, think Jose Deoto was mm-hmm. the reason why we got dominated. Now, I will say Takui mm-hmm. absolutely ruined us in mid lane as well. Yeah. But I think we, we'll have, as long as that Hecarim pick is off the table, I think we'll, we'll be able to take care of the rest of the map. Agreed.
0: I mean, agreed that that is, that is a big problem. I hope we ban it. I hope we ban it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, uh, the other thing, oh, I forgot the second condition is that Trisha doesn't Ikebana (laughs) curse us again. (laughs) Yeah. Let's not forget about that. Now, hopefully she's spreading the love to the other, you know, teams or whatever. Mm -hmm, Whoever else FlyQuest is playing this year, hopefully, or this week, they'll be the target instead of us with the curse.
0: But it's second round Robin. So Mm -hmm. who knows? She might just go back and do repeats.
1: Yeah. Uh, Knox says is CLG this week. Great. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. All right. (laughs) So I'm predicting 2 0. You're predicting 1 1. We will see just how wrong you are. I hope so. uh, On the next show. Um, Stuff coming up. Attack on Titan drop is this Saturday, I think. I didn't catch the date. It's the 12th. Whatever date that is, the that will be the uh the drop unless you're able to actually go to the compound for the experiential Ooh, drop wow. the day before you're crushed by a titan <laughs> i don't know what happens in that show a lot of <laughs> naked muscle people running that's around right is all that's I can basically tell. it uh so that that but even though i'm not an anime fan that's a pretty cool opportunity so kudos to the team for that and uh rec league is a probably not sure for this week though so more on that um a little bit later in the meantime everybody have a great week just have a great week and get ready to witness a rare and needed new thieves 2 this weekend as always we love you and we miss you already take care All I ever asked is one, honey L.A., yeah, L.A., crazy as one, honey All I ever asked is one